How did you? How did you spoken word family? How are you? It has really been a minute, but I hope that you are well and you know wherever you're tuning in from, then it's just a pleasure that you've decided to tune in to this another episode of the spoken word. I'm your girl MGW. For this episode, I just want to remind us about a five letter word that I know so many of us we've heard. We've been hearing this ever since we were babies. So regardless of where you are now, I'm positive that you would have heard this word and that you may be dealing with this word in some shape or form. But before I even say what the word is, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we acknowledge you as the author and the finisher of our faiths. We acknowledge you as the creator of heaven and earth and all that is within. We acknowledge you as the one who is our reason, your reason for breathing, your reason for living. You are our reason. You are the air that we breathe. We can't do anything without you. And so even now as we come there, Father, we just ask that you just prepare our hearts, even now that you speak to us, that you have your way with us, and that we're careful to give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. First time listeners, big up to you. Hearty welcome to to you and we're just happy that you are here. Now, I know you've been trying to figure out that five-letter word or you want to know what that five-letter word is, so here it goes. It is trust. T-R-U-S-T. As I said before, I know that we've been hearing this word. It's maybe almost impossible to go through a day without hearing this word or having to do what this word says because in its sense it's 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 a it's an action word because if you're if you're trusting then you're doing something but let me not jump the gun so as a definition it is having firm belief in the reliability truth or ability of someone or something so so if you even think about that for a second that's really what it is it's 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 you're hearing we're hearing belief you know it's it's hard for for me to trust for you to trust without believing in a thing or or believing in someone and so that becomes a a, a foundation or a basis for trust another definition says it's confident expectation of something having hope or or when we think about trust there are words that that come to mind if you may not you may not say trust but you're saying confidence or or you're expressing confidence in a thing or someone or or you're having faith you're having faith in a thing or someone so those are general definitions for the word trust but if we were to bring it home to what we are about we are about the things of god we are of god and so if we were to make it a biblical definition then i'd want to say i, I would still keep all of what i said just now having firm belief in reliability truth or ability of what i'd want to stick it to the someone so for us as believers or for us in the setting as we're reminding ourselves about what trust is and how we should be dealing you know if we're trusting it's it's having that bold confidence or or that sure security based on based on 
the truth of who God is based on the truth that he has said to us. Another definition, and, and I think I personally love this one. It says to be secure, fearing nothing. Let me go again with that one. Trust, according to the Bible, means to be secure, fearing nothing. When I think about security, I think about not being able to, to be moved easily or to be shaken easily. To me, it, it comes back to be, to be planted, to be rooted, to be, to be strong in that position, to be strong in a stance. You know, when, when something, even if you think about something literally being secured, you, you can shake it all you want. But it's still going to be there. It will bend, but it will not break. And so, secure, fearing nothing. And nothing means nothing, right? Nothing means absolutely nothing. So however big a thing is, however scary a thing is, however frightening a thing is, trust is to be secure, fearing nothing. Another definition or or even a synonym you know something that is similar that we can look at are 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 like hope reliance and of course we can't go through without saying confidence now having heard all of this as i said it's not new to us but i do believe we're all in a season that we need to be reminded of what trust is for me coming over into 2023 you know and seeking personal direction a direction that will that will that will guide or lead my personal professional all areas of my life all spheres of my life and one word that i got was trust i recognized that it was not a, it was not unique to me if we were to do a poll now Perhaps you, on the other hand, you would say, oh, I also got that word. And that's it. So many of us, we were given the word trust. We were told to trust. But trust who? I want to believe as well that you were told to trust God. Trust me. God wants us to trust him. And it's trusting him like never before. So yes, we've, we've, we've come into relationship with him. Even if we're not in full-blown relationship with him, we're in a relationship where we've had experiences or we're having experiences where we realize the benefits of trusting him. But here we are being challenged to trust God some more. So as I think about it, as I said, it was even a few days earlier I was having a conversation with a stranger. We've never met before, but we were talking just based on a common topic, let's say that. And as we spoke more, she also spoke about trust. And there are countless conversations that I would have had with others. And one thing that keeps coming up is trust. And so I want to ask us, how are we trusting? What does trust look like for us right now where we are? If trust is to be secure, fearing nothing, how are we looking now? 
Are we fearful of what is ahead because we do not know it? Are we fearful that if we give everything to God, we are going to be left with nothing and we, we are going to be out of control? We will no longer be able to make some decisions or to do some things the way we want to do it. What I've come to realize as well is trust is hard for persons who are independent. So let's look at it in the physical. If you're able to do as you please, if you're able to access resources by yourself, if you're able to, to drive, if you're able to lift a thing, if you're able to go, if you're able to, to just do independently of others and you feel as if you, I'm strong, I'm good, I know what I'm about, I have direction, I have the abilities, I have the wherewithals, then you're in a position where I can do all things. And no time, I'm stopping right there, I can do all things. So this is not all things based on what Philippians see through Christ's strength, but you can do all things or you're thinking that you can do all things because you have the resources, because you have the ability. Then trusting God, total reliance on God becomes hard because this is you losing your independence to be dependent but I want to say to us that while it is challenging, it is rewarding. Because if we come back to even in Psalm 24, that tells us that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. We are reminded that we owe nothing. Even the abilities that we have or, or intellectual abilities, financial abilities, whatever our abilities and skill sets are, however strong they are then we also have to remember that they didn't just originate from us or from our parents or with us, that they were given by God, however he chose to give them, because we are his creation. He is our creator. And so the abilities, the skill set, everything that we, that, we, that we have now, that we're able to, to gain, to lead, to do with, they are courtesy of him. And so this is creation. Sorry, this is creator saying to creation that you have to trust me because I have the blueprint for you. I created you. I know everything about you. I know things about you that you don't, that you don't know as yet. Not even a counselor knows this as yet. And so trust me. I know, I know you in your darkest moment. I know you on the mountaintop. I know how you react after a victory. I know how you respond to a defeat. I know what works to, 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 to bring your spirit up or to bring you back into a, a, alignment. I know everything about you. And so God wants us to trust him because he's all-knowing. He's all-powerful. He's almighty. He is God. And the thing about it is, he knows not just us, but he knows the things that concerns us. He knows our involvements. He knows the different pieces of the puzzle. And it's in our best interest to trust him. 
it's in our best interest to have confidence in him. And, you know, there's a word that I, I've, I've used this word over podcasts before and others of you, you've, you've heard this word. It's Godfidence. We've coined it to say, you know, when, when we come into that place, it's, it's us having Godfidence because our confidence is in God. Why not trust the one who holds everything? Why not trust the one who knows everything? As I said before, when we are independent and strong-willed, then trusting becomes a challenge. The Bible cautions us that we are to trust in the Lord with all our hearts. And that becomes our key scripture or or, or key point of reference. Proverbs 3 verse 5. From the Passion Translation, it says, Trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, Rely on him to guide you and he will lead you in every decision you make. This is so straightforward. Another thing is that Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 is one of these Bible gems or, or, or we would say nursery Bible gems. Let me leave it at Bible gems. I can't remember the other word that I'm trying to use. But it would be one memory verse. It's a Bible gem or a memory verse that has been instilled in us from we were children going through Sunday school. Or even for some of us, it's, it's even through our formal education system at lower levels that we've learned this verse, these two verses. And the thing is, we know them. We know them so much so that we can roll it from the tip of our tongues. But do we know it in terms of what it means? Do we know it in terms of walking through it? And I believe that is where we struggle. We'll say it, but we don't believe it to do it. And as we realized earlier, if we're talking about trust, then we can't speak about that without having faith or believing. And so we have to believe in who has said this. God says to us that we to we are to and let me let me just replace the word trust with one of the definition. And he, here goes and I'm still going to use the passion translation for this. So I'm going over verse 5. And it is saying have a bold Confident, sure security or action in the Lord completely. Another one says, if, and again, we're inserting definition, we're replacing the word trust. Be secure, fearing nothing in the Lord completely. From both of those, we know that because it is God, we can do it. The word of God cautions us that we are to not trust, that we're to trust in God and not man. The arms of flesh will fail us. Simply means all human beings, as near and as dear as they are to us, they are capable of failing us. Yet, 
it is so much easier for us to have this confident expectation in them. It is so much easier for us to be secure in them. And we will say, my mother said this. Daddy said this to me. And because we've we, 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 we've grown up seeing things or, or realizing that whenever they promise us something, they come through. And then we, we build that trust in them, not recognizing that even unintentionally, they can cause us hurt and pain, disappointments. So God is saying that same trust that you're willing to pay, place in someone because you've known them or you know them to a point, and may I say to a point, but based on what you've known, what you've seen, you trust them. God is telling us to now place that trust in him. Place all of that trust in him. Another thing that I look at is trust looks different on different persons. It's as if we could all go into a store and we decide to buy a pair of jeans. And we would think, yes, a pair of jeans is a pair of jeans. But based on body type, based on body structure, it will look different on all of us. And I do believe that trust looks different on us based on what we're dealing with. So based on the seasons that we're in, we may be in a season where trust seems ridiculous to others, but it is what God has said to you. He has said, do this now. And because you have that total reliance on him, because you have that bold confidence in him, you look silly to everybody else. But you're doing what God has said to show that you trust him. I come back to question. How are we trusting? How are we trusting? Trusting may bring isolation. But if you are confident in who you are trusting, then the hope comes and you know that that which you are trusting for, it will happen. The season that you are in because you are trusting for the next, then it is literally just a season. No season lasts forever. So let me go back to Proverbs 3, 5. And I'm going to read this from the message translation. This version says, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. That's a benefit. That's a benefit to know that when we released everything when we trust in the most high God then he guides us he leads us in as it says in every decision that we make in everything that we do wherever we go so when you're in the boardroom if you decide to display this trust then even when you're making corporate decisions that will affect lives and families and companies and everything, then there, there's a confidence because the source of your decision-making is God who knows everything. When you're in a 
tight spot, when you're under pressure, when you're under strains, God is saying, trust me. When you have no idea of what it is going to look like based on your decision, he's saying, trust me. I know how to put it together. In Romans 8, verse 28, I believe, we are reminded that all things work together for our good because we love the Lord and we are called according to his purpose. If we love him, we are to trust him. And I'm saying we. I started out with we at the start and I'm ending with with we because trust is something that we struggle with. But I do believe that we need to try to be better at it. Trust God with our finances. Trust God with our health. Trust God with our family. Trust God with our businesses. Trust God with our jobs. Trust God with our society. Trust God with everything. Trust God with your ministries. Trust God with every single thing that concerns you. And that's the mouthful that I have for us today. So I do believe that as you, and I want to hope as well, that as we go through and as we are reminded about this simple five-letter word that does so much, that we will come into that place of saying, Lord, I trust you. Lord, help me to trust you. Teach me how to trust you in this season. If we want to do it day by day, that's fine. So Lord, show me what trust looks like for today as I go through as I navigate the season, what does trust look like? How do I trust you? Show it to me. I do believe that he hears us when we ask. And so he will answer. When we knock, he opens the door. When we seek, we find him. So if we persistently ask, then God will show us individually and collectively what trust looks like. I looked at trust also as an acronym and you can you can you can coin your own but you know as I thought about it I thought of total reliance on the severe testings or total reliance on the severe temptations because the truth is it's easy to trust God when everything is going well <laughs> when we're winning the battles when there are victories, when we, when we can see the tangible evidence, <laughs> it is so easy to trust God. But when we're not seeing how it's going to connect, when we're not seeing the dots because they're not even far away, we're just not seeing them, they're just not visible to our eyes, then it becomes hard to trust God. But again, total reliance on the severe temptations or testing. So, Practice trust. Let us try to trust him some more. We're not trusting in what we have. We're trusting in the one who made everything. We're trusting in our God, the God of heaven and earth. So thank you for tuning in to another episode. I hope that you were encouraged. And as you are encouraged, that you will encourage someone else. Let's get this thing. Let's get this trust going. Love and blessings. This is your girl signing out from... The spoken word for another time. What good?